check this. Please address and emphasize that a carrier shouldn't let a conditional safety rating sit around for five years. Okay, all right, okay. Chris and I, I, especially me, I did a little hop over and talked about years of authority. I didn't actually talk about authority um, because there's a lot of strong opinions here in Cassandra Gaines' world with authority. If you have a conditional safety rating, brokers and shippers, Cassandra's rule is you can't use them, period. Many brokers and shippers do not agree with that rule. They will look into the safety policies. They'll look into other points, which I think is incredibly dangerous. I think you're risking your company when you do that. And I know that, by the way. I've litigated broker liability cases more than anyone in the country. I know this. So I wouldn't use conditional. I think there are a lot of good carriers out there. You've got to move on from conditional. Chris, and I'm not asking you what your company does or anything, but if you had a magical wand, what's your position or positions other people in your position have said about using a conditional carrier? So here is what I think. So here's where I um, get in a gray area myself, because here's what I know. I remember um, at Chris Baker Enterprises, I had a carrier that I vetted that had a conditional safety rating from 2004. 2004. Like it was, but, but we are wait, 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 wait. So like maintained shaving her head in 07. My favorite album, Nelly Furtado's Loose, hasn't even come out, which was in 06. My favorite <laughs> album of the 2010 or 2000s. Oh my God. So why do you have conditional status for since 2004? So here is where the FMCSA, in a perfect world, yes to what Cassandra said. However, we don't live in a perfect we world. We do not live in a perfect world. Especially because of the way FMCSA administers safety ratings. <laughs> it's the same reason, like, in a perfect world, if you didn't have a safety rating, no, I wouldn't use you. But the, the, if you know the beast, and you know that the beast can take two yes. years get to you you have to weigh those so here's what i'll say i'll say based upon what the fmcsa's patterns are for, for reporting safety ratings paired with the cassandra gains very totalitarian we're not using conditional safety yes. rating talk i would say i'm going to do a halfway in between i'm going to meet you in the middle first of all once again let's weigh commodity let's weigh customer let's weigh circumstance right all those intangible variables but then Let's take a look at everything else, do a normal audit like we mm -hmm. normally would, but have the carrier, have the carrier. So when they get conditional, right? The thing that we're trying to verify is, are you safe? Are you safe according to the government? So what I like to see is I like to see not a safety letter. So here's the difference between a safety letter, and I'm gonna do two terms, safety letter and safety plan. A safety letter is an acknowledgement of the fact that you're conditional. Christopher. Graph. Christopher, yeah. Yeah. you're in Gaines, Madtropolis land where you get called out. What did we say about safety? We are not safety experts. So, okay, keep going. Yes. So, to that point, seeing a little bit of proof <laughs> as <laughs> why, you know, that you are not only aware that okay so i don't want to i don't want an acknowledgement of your, your your safety rating but what i would like is typically i like to know internally it's kind of like using these larger carriers right a lot of these carriers that have 
franchises and not every franchise <laughs> like Burger King not all franchises are created equal out there not all franchises are created equal but what I like to do is is I like to know what oh measures you are taking as a company to mitigate your risk internally to correct your safety. Okay, 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 I'll take it. I like it. So You're not saying you're safe. We want to know what steps you're taking to I be want to safe. See, typically, the format, I love to see it in an ideal world, is a citation, your FMCSA citation, and your action plan to correct it in that order. And I just like it to go like a deck. Okay, okay so for many of you out there listening to Chris, so Chris's theory is very, very high level, you have to be very experienced to do this, by the way, I do not want no people doing this or people who are not in compliance. I will yeah, tell you that the reason why is because Chris needs to defend that decision when he's on the stand. Because once you open the door for, I looked at their safety practices, blah, then the plaintiff attorney is gonna go, boom. The plaintiff attorney is gonna be like, oh, tell us about your safety. Uh, tell us about your safety experience. Tell us, what did you think of when they said this and this? Did you go in and audit them? It opens a door that I do not like my clients to have opened at all. So that's why everyone out there, unless you're a Chris Baker or you're at his level of experience and you can defend yourself on a witness stand, do not hire conditional carriers. Yeah. Don't, I, I, and I understand that conditional carriers, I understand like, how about this? When the market was tight and tight about eight years ago, people were using conditional carriers, especially in Chicago, because right. they couldn't find good carriers in Chicago and many of them were conditional because they were getting beat up with all these violations and whatnot. It wasn't fair when we had unsafe carriers or all the way in Wyoming who were way unsafer. Like, I understand guys, but I'm, I'm here to protect brokers and shippers yeah. and carriers. And the best thing to do is A, don't be fucking conditional. Two, don't hire conditional. Chris, you get to because you know, you're very experienced. Well, and my thing is, is that it's a very, like anytime we would use a Chris Baker at Chris Baker Enterprises, we would use a conditional carrier. It would be very circumstantial. Like, and they will, they typically have to have metrics that blow me out of the water. Like they've been around for 14 years. They're quite larger. Their violations aren't bad within the past six months to a year, like that sort of thing. And then their safety plan, but it would be still like, mm -hmm. if you are going to let up. And on there are so many carriers out there, Chris. There's so many. If you, if you let up on the conditional rule, it has to be very, very rarely. And it has to be on a case by case basis. just like anything else. Anytime you let, uh, anytime you, let up your guard you have to do it calculated that's why it's called calculated risk it's not just called risk yeah. it's calculated because you got to make sure that you you're doing what's best for the situation but also what's best for the company as a whole going forward and i love that